it is I, Dracula, and welcome to our very exciting Halloween episode in April. This is uh, the, the day that Sean and John watched uh, the spooking at Scary House. Sean, how are you? Uh, pretty good, Drac. <laughs> yes, Dracula will be here. Uh, uh, can you uh can you can you get off the can you get off the mic track like no uh, but the uh, um, uh, uh okay just uh just just uh, go back home Drac leave get out of here so yeah we watched uh we watched um the haunting at Hill House for today's episode right yes that was, that was what it, our haunting of Hill House not haunting, haunting at Hill House yeah whatever floats your goat the uh the twenty eighteen Netflix original spooky show and uh, this was a big one a lot of people were talking about this one around halloween time shout out liz shout out liz and yeah um we were pretty scared the lights just flickered oh god they're after us they're after us the lights will flicker on and off that's uh that's nosferatu oh no so uh if you're if you're not familiar with with what we do here this is the pilot's guide podcast and uh sean and i every week we we watch a netflix hulu uh amazon youtube uh, Disney and uh, Apple. Brain's There's like gonna all sorts of streaming services, and we watch their original TV show content. Uh, but just the pilot episode, and we talk a little bit about it, what we uh, liked and disliked. Uh, we give a summary of the the plot happenings. We talk about what we think is going to happen next in the rest of the series, and uh, we give it our review on our. A patented scale of crash landing to clear for takeoff. Sh- Sean, let's let's get into it. Let's let's get uh let's get everybody nice and cozy and and scared. Uh, editor, if you want to put in some like spooky shackle chain sound effects and maybe like a, a howling dog, yeah, feel free to go ahead. Okay, yeah, I really I really like that. That sounded that sounded really good. <laughs> Uh, Sean, let's get, uh, let's get into it. So, uh, how do we, how do we start this episode out? What, what, uh, what's it all about? So it's about a house Mm -hmm. that is haunted on Hill House, I'm guessing. It's on a hill. It's uh, a house. It's on a hill and it is a house. He lost his notes, everybody. But yeah, it's a house on a hill and it's scary and it's old and there's a family in it. I think the show starts... In, yeah, it starts in like in an eighties, nineties flashback. Nineteen oh six. Well, that was when the house was built. Is it? I don't know. I I think flashback doesn't start in nineteen oh six. Are you sure? Yeah, because they're of. We go back to the present. Then they're like a real family. They just grew up. I think they're like he's wearing like a cut off t shirt. That's like nineties AF. Wait, I thought. Wait, then who's in the what? Wait, what? You just lost me so much. Go okay. Who the the first the flash the first flashback the first flashback when they're all kids. Yeah, yeah. What year is that? Like the nineties. He's wearing t-shirts. He's wearing t-shirts and jeans. (laughs) Oh god. Oh wait, that would mean that they're like a hundred years old. Exactly. Um. We go we go back later in the episode to the present, which we know is the present because they've got like a really nice Audi car. Yeah, it's like. Okay, this is this is the uh, regular present time. So, judging by uh, the oldest boy's cut-off t-shirt, let's <laughs> just say it's uh, the 90s. I don't think they ever confirmed the year, 
but uh, he grows up, and when he's in the present, he, he's an older man. So we have this family in a presumably spooky house. Yes. There's, uh, there's the oldest boy, Steve. Steve. There's uh, the oldest sister, Shirley. Did they show Shirley in the first flashback? They did. She she was, what was she just doing? she was just sleeping in her bed and like mumbling as she dreams. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the first flashback, it's really important that they emphasize dreams because the father, Hugh, walks in on his uh, youngest daughter, Nellie, who uh, sleeps in a room with uh, her other younger brother, Luke. Uh, she's screaming about seeing this spooky ghost who she refers to as the bent neck woman and uh you know when she said bent neck i couldn't tell because of the way she talked i thought she said bit neck like uh like a vampire (laughs) and then i was thinking like oh the bare naked lady like you know the the band uh yeah she so she's she's crying and, and screaming as she's seen this this apparition which it's very clear that she's seen a time or two and the dad walks in on her screaming and sort of tries to calm her down as a, a father is apt to do. Yeah, because when Nellie mm-hmm. when Nelly was saying that she saw the bent necked lady, the that's when the dad said, Oh, her again. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So she so obviously it's happened before. Right. What what does what does he do to uh to calm her down? In order to calm her down, she he Steve, no, not Steve. Hugh. Hugh, I'm not going, I hate that name. <laughs> Hugh d- tells Nellie that dreams spill and every once in a, every once in a while dreams spill mm-hmm. and that everything will be all, be all right and everything will go back to normal. You, you know what it means to like, the, for the dream to spill? Yeah, like, like you get it. They just, I mean, they just like go into the real world. Right, right. So she like... He's basically saying, "Oh, you're just seeing it because you were dreaming about it, and your your dreams were popping out of your head into the real world, and, and they'll go just, back in your head, right? And, and you're little and and moldable, so that's why she's probably scared of things, you know, the yeah. imaginary beings. But uh, little do we know uh, when she goes back to bed, the, so that the dad, the dad, you know, calms her down, yeah. walks out, oh, closes boy. the door." Goes and checks on uh, Shirley, who's uh, whispering to herself in her bed, in her own room. She's saying uh, these phrases like, dances in the red room over and over again. Uh, which made me think of uh, Twin Peaks, if you're from, if anybody out there is familiar with Twin Peaks and the uh, red room. This is when shit gets real. As when shit gets real, uh, he closes her door, and the door to Nellie and Luke's room reopens. And we're like, oh, okay, we're about to get, uh, about to get scared silly, huh? And that's when Hugh just sort of, you know, trots back and yeah. closes it again. And then there's this, like, long pan out in the yeah. hallway after he's gone. They, you're su- like, they make you think something is gonna, mm-hmm. some shit's gonna happen. That's the thing about horror, horror TV shows and movies. They, like, the camera is so important to, like, stretch and make you think that something's in the yeah. corner of the shot. Uh, but the door opens up again, right? And then we go into... We go into the, we see into the room and Nellie and Luke are, are sleeping there. Nellie wakes up again and you're thinking like, oh, she's going to wake up and see the lady, but she sort of just turns oh, over. yeah. She turns over. Does she see that the door is open? I don't think she's, she just like didn't show the, just like the figure yeah. of the bent, bent neck lady's 
head, I guess you would say. Yeah, like after oh she turns my over guy, on the pillow. Dude, that that dude, I'm watching this movie twelve thirty at night. Oh, I TV just got show. I dude, oh my god. I just got out of the shower coming back from the Phillies game. I'm on my phone, like typing my notes. Uh-huh. And I just have my phone like in front of my eyes <laughs> so I can partially see the screen because I'm like sca- I I don't like scary things when I'm alone. <laughs> This isn't terrifying scary, yeah. but dude, I I was scared. Like I, uh-huh. oh god, twelve thirty at night. It was a school. No, was a school <laughs> night too. I don't know, dude. But I was scared, and that was just the beginning of the show. Yeah, and so so yeah, she turns over, and we see this this figure, and you're thinking she's gonna jump, and it's like oh, and then back, and boom to the present day. Yeah, uh, the family is older. They're sort of. Uh, scattered to the wind all over the country and we pop in with steve who is again the oldest brother and he is giving an interview with this black woman who's named irene about the recent death of her husband he died in a car accident uh he was trying to honk his horn to get someone to uh to come help him and he eventually died that way and she's giving this interview and uh you know her emotions are getting more palpable she's getting more like agitated as she's talking about the gritty details about how he died and then she tells steve during this interview and you you think that steve's like a psychologist or something that uh she that night that he died woke up and felt dripping on her face and looked at her ceiling and saw like her husband just hanging there upside down like he was in a crashed car in the crashed car and she said she, she wasn't she she wanted to scream but she couldn't. Yeah. And then he, the, the her husband being Carl, he, he opened his mouth uh, as a ghost and car horns and came car out. horn came out and then she was like I fell out of my bed and and ran and then she started screaming and that was a pretty scary and traumatic event for her and Steve's just sort of like. I want to, uh, I want to sleep in that bed. Yeah, let me sleep in your bed. Let me, uh, let me, uh, get, let me get in that bed. Let me, uh, let me, let me see if I can, uh, see the, the spookies. And sadly, um, she, she, you know, is using Steve to cope with this and he goes over to her bookshelf and that's when we realize that Steve, uh, is a writer of nonfiction based horror novels uh non-fiction and he pulls off of the shelf uh the haunting of hill house which he describes to irene is the true story about him and his family living in hill house and that they were basically run out of their home by uh some sort of spirit oh god dude the end scene oh oh we'll we'll get there we'll get there oh no dude (laughs) uh so yeah, so we find out that this is his this is his way of of living. This is this is his means of of profit. He sort of writes this series of novels that are uh presumably people's experiences with ghosts and apparitions and, and he puts them into a story-based format. So he wants to sleep in the bed that she hasn't slept in since her husband died uh to sort of get his feelings about the whole situation and you're thinking like oh he's sort of like he seems like a paranormal activity analyst guy he's got like all the technology he's got infrared cameras and recording devices and stuff 
uh, just so we can see if he can capture any paranormal phenomena. Want to know what I found interesting? Yeah. The intro. The mm-hmm. intro showed... It was like... It was cool animation with all the, like, oh, yeah. the, the sculptures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that caught my attention was it was the... They like laid out the mansion, but they turned it into a maze. Yeah. So as, as if the mansion was a maze to like get around and like Yeah. Very like uh very like Game of Thronesy it looked it looked like to me. The way they were trying I don't to... I don't watch that, right. but I mean If you if you're familiar with the intro to Game of Thrones, the intro to the show was like a, a kind of a cool looking 3D animation. It's just situation. like when you're in the house, uh-huh. you're in a maze and you can get lost easily. Yeah. And maybe that'll play in. Yeah. So, later so on. we learn we learn over the over the series of flashbacks throughout this episode that uh, Hill House, where they lived, they uh, they were kind of itching. All the kids were like itching to get out of there, and uh, you know the the dad and the mom just had a couple things that they needed to get right. They needed to do some renovation and then they were going to be able to sell the house. And they, you know, they, the kids really wanted nothing to do with it. Even though someone like Steve had never actually experienced this, uh, bewitching of this scary lady, but, uh, the youngest daughter, Nellie and presumably Luke, as we'll learn later, uh, were, you know, deeply affected by this scary lady's, um, position in, in their home. So like we said, Steve is a a writer, a paranormal writer, and then what Shirley's up to, what? Shirley is a funeral director. She's like a funeral director. And she was with a colleague Mm -hmm. when... Who, it was just like a random guy that she was working with. I guess. I I, I didn't know if it was her husband or her colleague of hers. I think it was just like... I'll just call him a colleague. But... They were planning a funeral for a grandma of yeah. this family, and it just it cut to somebody. Was it Steve calling her? Yeah. So so while Steve was in the house with Irene, he got a call from Nellie, which he sort of like sends to sends to voicemail, and then Shirley gets a call from Nellie also because Nellie. Uh, which we see from her end, she's like freaked out as if she's seen something. Yeah. And Nellie is their youngest sister, so she's calling her older siblings to sort of like call be for co- help. Yeah, call for help. But Steve ignored her. Shirley picks up the phone, or no, Shirley actually lets it go to message two, and then she uh, listens to the recording and says like something's going down. I like, I think I saw her again. She's back. And that's when Shirley angrily calls Steve and he's like, why the hell, she's like, why the hell did you not pick up the phone for her? Uh, she needs you. You're her, your big brother. And Steve just sort of plays it off as like, ah, it's, it's nothing. She's just concerned about her brother, Luke, who we learn is in rehab for some sort of, some sort of addiction. And, and yeah, he just sort of plays it off. He, he calls Nellie back. He, it goes to answering machine on her end. And he's like, yeah, Nellie, I'm sorry I couldn't get to the phone. Like, I was busy with something. Uh, I know you're worried about Luke. Um, I, you know I care so much about you. Uh, Luke just got his 90-day chip, so he must be be doing well, which means he's sort of succeeding in rehab, or at least we're, you know, supposed to believe. There was w- another scene. Uh-huh. I'm, I can't remember exactly where it took place. Yeah. But it cut to Nellie. Asking to sleep on the couch. Oh yeah, this is the they, we go back to the flashback. We go back to another flashback after, after this? this. Yeah. Okay. So you know, explain that. Explain so that. So Nellie asks 
her mom mm-hmm. to sleep on the couch in some fancy looking room. Yeah. And the mom, do we have a name for the mom? Uh, Is it Sherry? No, I actually, or, or, I don't know if we, we learned the, the mom's name. Let me, let me uh, fact check, fact check that little, I, I, be, okay. It's, uh, it's Olivia. Olivia says that she can, but, and she'll stay with her for a little bit. Yeah. And it cuts to Nellie sleeping on the couch and Olivia's sleeping on the ground. Mm-hmm. And Olivia wakes up, gathers her things, walks away. Remind you, I'm watching this. Uh-huh. Oh, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. The ghost lady. Yeah. Oh, no, this dude. Was a, this was an awesome shot. They have... Oh, you, no. you get, like, a, a a view of Nellie as she opens her eyes, and her eyes are just wide, and she's starting to breathe heavily, and she is... Um, you know her, her your, you can tell that her heart is racing, yeah. and you don't really know what she's looking at, even though until, you know what she's looking at until the camera. The camera rotates a full ninety degrees as if she's like standing up, oh, dude. and there in above her is like the hair of the bent necked lady just over her face, and yeah, she is she is looking right into the face of this horrible ghost oh, God, dude, and it was, was so pretty scary it was so creepy yeah, it was very very creepy i so, wonder if it talks or makes any sounds i you know i would guess i mean well if i had to guess they tend to the running scene do like a it? scary scream or something like that yeah like the running scene the running, you yeah, think... they all do the Running Man in the middle of the of the show. <laughs> they do the Running Man challenge. It's pretty epic. That's my favorite part. Yeah, they hit a whoa too. They hit, they hit the whoa. They hit they hit a couple dabs and and nays. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so we had that sort of heart uh, wrenching scene. We actually get another flashback where uh, it is the oldest sister Shirley and. Nelly uh, asking for this key. So, so Hill House, the way it is, it's a it's a big old mansion with a lot of rooms, and it has uh, keepers to it, like a like a family yeah. of of uh, people that maintain the house, like a maid and a general handyman. They're 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 called the the Dudleys. Were that's yeah. that's how they're introduced that's what they to gave us. us. So at the start of this flashback, the dad Hugh and. The Mr. Dudley are cleaning out the flue, was it which is like the, the chimneys. The, yeah, the, they're like trying to sweep the chimney, and they're knocking all this dust down. And Shirley goes up to them and you know asks Mr. Dudley, yeah, if they're okay and everything. Like, and they're just saying the flue's being really stubborn; it's it's clogged. They need to unclog it so that they can use the fireplace. And uh, Mr. Dudley gives Shirley a key which you know they, as soon as you hand it over it's like oh that's a skeleton key that's going to open up every single door yeah, she says so it happens to be a master key the master a... key uh what are they trying to open up shirley and uh, nelly at this point there's a red door mm-hmm. it's somewhere in the house i think it's like the second or fifth floor however big yeah. this goddamn house is uh-huh. so massive <laughs> excuse the language bleep that out andrew <laughs> and this master key is supposed to open every door in the house, but of course, it won't open the red door. It won't open the red door. And there is, the, there's this shadow, a shadow that looks like it would be two legs underneath the, the line on the door, whatever you would call that. Yeah. What yeah. would you call Nelly, it? Nelly is, is saying that she's seen a shadow in the crack of the door. Yeah. And of course, uh, being of that, she's a little girl. Yeah. 
What does she think it is? And what does she think? Does she, she think it's a ghost? No, she thinks it's a pony. <laughs> oh, okay. they wonder like yeah, they, that makes sense. They wonder if like somebody's living in there that yeah. they just don't know. And, and then they try to open the door. Try to open and the door. Boom! What do you know? Doesn't open because mm-hmm. you know. Then they walk away, all disappointed, and the camera stays on the door. Yeah. And what do we and see? And then what do we see? Two shadows that look like pony feet. Move. They move. They they move. There's no sound. They just just shadows moving. It's so creepy. Yeah, we we know something's back there. And you know, I I'm imagining that this is the aforementioned red room that that she's talking about in her dream. So something is dancing back there, maybe or moving. It's probably the ghost. We're going to talk a little bit more about what we think is actually behind the door uh, at a later part of the podcast. But so we get yeah we get that another spooky flashback. And then uh, back to the present, they, you know, Shirley is complaining to Steve. She says, why do I always get the the shit dumped on me? Uh, It's, you know, this is the stuff that happens to the, you know, the oldest sibling. Oh, wait, that's you. You should be the one taking care of this shit, Steve. Like, come on, I, I, I can't just carry all the weight. Um, and, and this is where we realize that their distance throughout the country is sort of representative of their relationship. Steve yeah. is very distant from his sisters and his brother. Uh, and there's just this divide that is definitely between them. So after there's after we, we see this visceral sort of contention between Shirley and Steve, the oldest siblings, uh, we're introduced to another one of the siblings that actually wasn't introduced to us in the previous uh, flashbacks. Her name is Theodora. Uh, We're introduced to her at a bar. She's sort of uh, picking up, she ends up picking up a chick at the end of the night. And then then you know where that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. So we'll we'll let you use your imagination, but uh, she, she has a one night stand with this woman and uh, ends up kicking her out of the room because she's, she's had enough. <laughs> well, yeah, she's had enough, and she's a she's a germaphobe. She she tells us that she's a germaphobe. Oh, she, she puts these big gloves on over her her hand or both of her hands, and just sort of tells it as it is, and says like it was you know we oh, had yeah. a good time, but we we did what we came here to do, and just sort of shoes her out of the the room, and the woman that she was with. Uh, goes to her car and that's when we see Shirley again uh, on sitting on a deck and she waves and she's like yeah, have a good night have a good night <laughs> and, awkwardly uh, and Theodora uh, comes out and sits next to Shirley and that's when we realize that this other sister Theodora lives with Shirley that's that's all all we really get out of this Theodora character she she lives with Shirley and we don't really learn much more after that but uh, after her introduction uh, there's another scene where we get Nellie calling her, calling their dad, Father. who currently lives in Jacksonville, Florida. Jack, yeah. And Nellie calls her father, Hugh. Again, stupid name. Hugh Neutron. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out, Jimmy. What's poppin', Jimbo? So, she calls Hugh saying that the bent-necked lady is back at the back at the house or just like back no, she, in general she, nelly woke up from a uh scary scream dream and uh she's she's telling her dad that like this lady's back she back yeah she, she's she, just back she's she's 
She's spooking me all over again. And Nelly look, it cuts to Nelly's face, and she's in a car looking terrified. And it cuts to cuts right back to the the Hill House. She's mm-hmm. at, she's in a car in front of the Hill House. Yeah. Gets gets off the phone with her dad. Well, she keep in mind she tells her father like, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm just at my apartment. Like, I love you, dad." And he's like, "Are you sure?" But, oh, keep, but keep in mind, keep in mind that yeah, she was woken by a scary scream dream. He was also woken by a scary scream dream when we were first introduced to him. Yeah. He's laying on his side, and then and we creepy. see the the top down shot where he's just lying by himself in in this bed. And then he turns over on his side, and then this arm, this female arm comes around him. And yeah. uh, he turns to the left to look to at her. Look at who it is, and it's the scary lady. Oh, that was, that was creepy. Uh, or the, the ghost of his wife, but which we'll ne- get into in a little bit. Nelly has like a really calming voice that doesn't sound like she's ever telling the truth or lying yeah so it's really monotone yeah so she has to like her dad has to sort of figure out the situation like maybe she's lying about being in her apartment and being totally yeah. fine yeah and that's when we see that she's in the car yeah and at hill house and then she just hops out hops out goes for it goes on in and oh, and no. uh hill house has been abandoned it's it's sort of shacked up but the lights are on which is really weird. Wait, they, at Hill House? The lights were on at Hill House, and we, we understand why that's the case uh, later. But after Nelly gets out, and the dad sort of packs his bug-out bag because he realized some something's up, yeah. uh, he's going to start to drive up the coast uh, to where Nelly and Shirley live in the Massachusetts area. And then we get into all oh, the scene. Another flashback. Uh, wait, what? Oh, yeah, the scene. The... The running, running man. Yeah, the oh, running man scene. No. So we go, we go back to the, uh, oh, no. back to the house, and oh, this was this was great editing. So the, as the dad opens the door to his little apartment and walks through the door, it's instant flashback to the father in the past opening the door to Steve's room, oh, and it? he starts telling Steve like, "We gotta get out of here. We gotta." No, not even, not even that. He he goes, he like yeah. puts his finger yeah. over his mouth. And he goes. Shut the hell up! And, then, <laughs> and, and he's then like, "What the heck?" Like, Steve's Steve. like, and, and he just just shut up. And then they remember Steve they, has never seen anything. He says, he yeah, proclaims. Steve has no idea like what's going on. The dad staying quiet locks the door like as slowly mm-hmm. as possible. Yep. So it's just it's just the two of them. And then the ghost is on the outside. Ooh. Tries to open the doorknob so slowly. This agonizing like, scene. Like the the doorknob twists door. like three times both directions, uh, and it it's just on that doorknob for like thirty seconds. Yeah, it's like mega tense, it, mega tense. Like you're just waiting for the door to like bust open, mm-hmm. and then they just like both die. But no, the dead, the dad goes. Well, once the doorknob stops turning, he assumes that the ghost went away yeah. and then what does I, he do are, should we even be calling it like a ghost like what yeah let's just say it's a ghost it's a it's an apparition it's a ghost we've a seen thing. it we've seen it the figure before it's just a, a lady yeah scarrington and hugh uh-huh neutron goes close your eyes yeah and let's do the bird box challenge <laughs> <laughs> and 
they they were originally gonna run, but he goes, "Get on my back, I'm gonna carry you." Hop on, <laughs> hop on, piggyback pop, rides him. Hop on, pop, and he says, "Whatever you do, don't open don't your eyes." Open it's, your eyes. The, it's the Bird Box challenge. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the Netflix original Bird Box, which came out after this. Sandra Bullock, I love you. <laughs> and uh, and then and yeah, so see, he's like, "I'm gonna take off. We're gonna escape the house. No matter what, don't open your eyes." Uh-huh. And like, I think he, does he do the count of three? He's like, three, two, one, I'm going to open the door. And then he unlocks it, opens the door, sprints, starts booking it. Hustling. And what does, and what, does, what does Steve do? And, hey, what do you know? Stevie's going to just decide to pop his eyes open. <laughs> and, oh my god, turning the corner, this bent-necked lady. Oh, she's just a shambler. Busting her ass right at Steve in the Dead. This is the first oh, time that we see, like, the full in, form. In a creep... Yeah, she's it's in, like, a nightgown. Time. She's in a creepy, destroyed, white, dirty white nightgown. Got long black hair, like every classical scary lady. And, oh, God. You take, you take the rest. My yeah. cheeks were clenched. They're, they're, they're running. Steve has seen her chasing them. <sighs> Wait. Stevie goes, Mom? Yeah, he thinks she, it's, he thinks she, it's his mom. Yeah, and and what alright, I'll take whatever, I'm just gonna go with it. She while the Q Neutron mm-hmm. runs outside and tells him to get in the car. Yeah, they they get out they get out of the house, spoilers, and yeah, then sorry about that. He throws he throws Steve off of his back, tells him to get in the car get with the, the rest car. of the siblings that are already in there. Yeah. That he must have done one at a time or something. Incognito like mode. <laughs> it was incognito mode. <laughs> and and then Stevie was like pretty much crying, saying, "Where's mom?" Yeah, yeah. And he's like freaking out. He starts yeah. yelling, "Where's mom? Where's mom? Where's mom?" He thought that that woman was their mom. I just I, I might seem stupid for this, yeah. but I just realized maybe it actually is the mom, and that's why she's not in the future. Maybe something just happened to her. Uh, we'll, Paranormal. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, they, they skirt, skirt in their dad's car, vroom, vroom. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, did you see that trunk? That thing was so cool. Yeah, it was. It, it was like, like a. Door. It was what like a. Like... Call? It was um. You know, one of those old wood siding yeah. uh, sedans that can just hold <laughs> everybody. And the entire family, aside from the mom, is in the car, and the the front door slams shut. And they're driving away. Steve is freaking out. And yeah. that's when they uh, left Hill House. And then we pop back to the we pop back to the, the present time. Uh, we know that Nellie uh, is at Hill House and she's got this like pink dress on. And she's uh, almost as if she's possessed by a ghost. She's dancing around the house with her neck sort of bent and- as if she's a bent neck woman yeah and it wasn't me or was the house like a mess the, the house was a mess because i know, guess because it was abandoned but it, it looked like stuff had like grown yeah over. there was like there was like it was like black growth inside it was it, uh, like dark blacks and blues and yeah a uh, very scary scene she's just sort of uh ballroom dancing through this hallway and then we see uh at steve in in Steve, who who's remember he he's sleeping in this woman Irene's bed to get this story for his book. The clock turns three from three o two to three o three, and I was thinking, um, uh, I, I was thinking that the alarm was going to go off and like it was going to be like a sound scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at three o three, he wakes up with a start and like grabs at his neck, and then we see the rest of the other siblings in the family Cuts all also sibling. wake up. 
and they all realize at the same time that like something's bad, something's yeah. going on. Nelly is at Hill House. They have this sort of uh, spiritual connection it, between them. It's like you know how like people say twins have this connection. Like if exactly. one gets slapped in the face, exactly. the other one feels it. Yeah, it's like that, but between the family. And it, it's happening all across the country. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're all they're all woken up. Uh, that's when we see the first uh, instance of. Uh, current day Luke who wakes up in the top bunk at this rehab center and then uh and then yeah so so Steve's awake and he sort of just like gets himself back down into into bed and that's when uh water starts to drip on him yeah uh, which is what Irene said happened to her when she saw her husband and it just so happened that when he got hit in the head with the water droplets Mm -hmm. It happened, like, four times, and yep. he was, like, he didn't know if he was, like, tripping balls or something. <laughs> and then he looks up at the ceiling, and he sees, like, a water spot, and then he feels it, and he comes to a conclusion that it was just, like, a water leak or something. Yeah, it was raining ceiling. outside. Or, yeah, was it? Mm-hmm. And then he looked outside, because c- he heard a car horn, yep. which she said, Irene said that she heard, mm-hmm. coming from her sh- dead husband's, sc- screaming quote, mouth. screaming mouth. Yeah. But that was because he also came to another conclusion because the horn was because they took a stop sign away. And what was the third thing? Well, that was it. They, they, there's there's the horn, there's the, the water, um, and that's how he, he's trying to, yeah. to explain it away. Uh, it goes back to – goes he, he wakes up in the morning after you see the near crash between these two cars. And yeah. that's why the horn sounded. And it's him explaining to Irene like – this is the reason why you experienced what you experienced. And that's and when we realized that, mind, like... He said that the mind... The mind plays tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a powerful thing, I believe, the actual uh, phrases that he says. And Irene is adamant. She says she knows she saw her husband. And he says, you know, in a time of grief, most times a ghost is a wish. So people that see ghosts, he's, he ex- sort of ex- is explaining in a way that, like, they wish they were seeing someone that they lost. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's when Irene is just sort of distraught at like the way he completely dismisses, uh, an event that was entirely real to her. And, uh, he, and then, and then he sort of starts explaining to her that like, I don't think I can, can write a book about this. And then we get another flashback to, uh, Steve in his apartment with, uh, who we learn is his wife. Maybe it was his girlfriend at this time. Uh, just yeah. a woman by the name of Lee. She's not uh, too integral to the to the uh, episode. And then there's a very pregnant Shirley who slams uh, the first revision of his book, The oh, Haunting yeah, of Hill House, on the desk. And uh, what what's the the exchange like between the two? Yeah, of them? they just started fighting, and mm-hmm. she was not happy because it was making the family sound bit ba- look bad. Yeah. And it just wasn't good. And I guess that's why they don't get along as much anymore. So they were, I mean, they were run out of this house and we're not going to go into too much detail, but there's a later flashback uh, closer to the end of the episode where it's the father and Steve uh, and they're confronting these like media tabloids about how they, they ran away from this house was it were they in court or did they go i think it was him i think it was him talking to his lawyer because the the idea was that 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 he abducted them he abducted them and killed the the mom because the mom ended up dying the night that they all ran away from the house 
Um, and that's why Shirley was so opposed to the story because she said it made their mom sound like she was a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, because I, I guess from S- Steve's point of view, he thought that the, uh, uh, bent necked woman was their mom. Uh, she, he still didn't understand. He, he dismissed it. He didn't think it was, was a ghost, but yeah, there's these, these tabloids and, uh, Hugh tells his lawyer, I want to keep the house. I don't want to sell it. Yeah. Why? I, did he get a reason? He wants he wants the house to rot, he says. He just he doesn't want anybody to have to go through the same garbage that they went through yeah. to see the same stuff. But he does say, I want the Dudleys to upkeep the home. So we learned that this is probably why the lights were on uh when Nellie went back to the house because probably. the Dudleys who live in like a little cottage closer to the edge of the woods that surround the house. Um, are still maintaining it. I don't know. Maybe the lights were on from a uh, spooky witch. And and again, in, in that same flashback with the tabloids, we realize that there's a custody battle between Hugh and their Aunt Janet uh, as to who gets to take care of the kids because Hugh is basically, uh, you know, considered a psychopath, a psychopath or, or a, a scary man. If the Dudleys were supposed to upkeep the house... Why did it look like garbage when Nellie was creepily dancing? Yeah, they didn't the, do a good yeah, job. Yeah, they something. It's not right. I don't exactly know. And then we're back to the uh, back to the present again. There's this short little scene where Steve is driving home in his car, and he gets a call from his wife Lee, who we see the ring on his finger, and she's sort of talking dismissively to him. She says, "Like, don't come back to uh, my house," and he's like, "Oh, it's our house, though." That's when we realize, like, there's this tension between them. They're recently separated, but not divorced because he still wears the ring. And then there is one final flashback uh, where it is Steve sitting at uh, the breakfast table. And the the female, uh, I guess Mrs. Dudley, who's like the maid, sort of starts explaining to Steve that the world around them is like a dark place and there's scary yeah. things. What does she, she sort was- of put into his head she was going on about how like not everything is perfect and Mm -hmm. like how christ has some role in this yeah like the only the only true light is god's light yeah and uh and then she's going from a very christian religious uh position and then the one lady walked in and it's it's the mom this is like the first time we really see the mom yeah and then the mom came to the door and she was like Mm -hmm she didn't say this but she was like are you doing what are you doing or uh-huh. like what's going on here step off my step off my boy <laughs> uh and she explains to mrs dudley that uh from a young age steve has been taught like a vast variety of these religious texts yeah. like the uh the Tao Te Ching, the um, the Torah so a, a, a bunch of different uh books the the Quran he you know, he's instructed that they want him to have everything out there. And, and, you know, and a bunch of not only religious texts, but scientific texts, because they want, uh, they want their son to be able to believe whatever he believes in. And they don't want anybody to tell him what way, what one way to think. Yeah. Um, and, and we see this, there's this clear competition between Mrs. Dudley and, and the mom, they, they, they butt heads and, and Mrs. Dudley eventually backs off. And then, uh, that that flashback doesn't end quite yet. Oh yeah, Steve yeah, yeah, goes yeah, yeah. to the treehouse. What, yeah, what, can Steve, you tell me about the treehouse? Steve goes up to the treehouse, and Luke was up there yeah, drawing little boy, little boy Luke drawing 
sign that said, like, no girls allowed for the mm-hmm. treehouse. And around the perimeter of the inside of the treehouse, there was drawings. And then there was some drawings of, like, creepy... Yeah, this, like, creepy late... kid drawings of, like, a lady in blue. And there was other ones of, like, people in black. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like... And Steve knew something was up. Yeah, he, and he's like he, he asked Luke. He was like, "Who are these pictures of?" And he was like, "Oh, somebody I saw in the woods." Yeah, just I was just like, a lady what, in the woods. "What people in the woods?" Mm-hmm. But then actually, like a minute ago, you said that the Dudleys were at the edge of the woods. The Dudleys lived. The they they said they they mentioned they lived in a home that's sort of by the edge of the woods. So you assume like maybe Luke is seeing the Dudleys by the edge of the woods, but, but also. But also, who, probably, who knows? Probably not. See, he, uh, Steve sort of tries to explain it like, oh, yeah, you're you're young. You have your... Yeah, your imagination. Imagination, your imaginary friends. And, you know, Luke is like, no, she's real. She's real. She's cool. Oh, God. And then he goes on to crack. And then... Years later. <laughs> and then back to the present. Uh, it's uh, Steve sort of walking into his apartment complex. And uh, at the top of the stairs, after he drops all his... Uh, technological equipment after being done at irene's house um he sees a man at the top of the step who is their brother luke and he has in his in his hand a camera and an ipad and uh steve puts two and two together that he broke into his apartment to steal his stuff to sell for what we drug money drug money and uh that's when we realize that like Steve sort of uh enables him, he gives him he says he gave look, him, like, he's like, Look, you can you can sell the camera, I need the iPad, here's cash. Or was it the other way around? No, no, he wants the he needs the iPad okay. for for his work. Um he's like, Yeah, you can keep the camera and uh Luke is like, Look, it's it's not what you think and he's like, I know. I I love you, gives him the money, Luke hands back the iPad and then he hands back the camera. Um, just says thank you and, and walks out. And then, uh, oh, and then dude. here's where we get real spooked. Oh, dude. Steve, Steve walks up into his, uh, into his apartment <sighs> and, uh, he sees that the door was broken into because, uh, because Luke kicked it, kicked it in. Uh, the lock was broken. He walks in, drops all his equipment, uh, flicks the light on. And who's there standing in the uh, corner of the room in the dark? Nelly. There's Nelly. Standing there, no emotion at all. Just there. Just there. And that's just, there. just there. And that's when I said, whoa, Nelly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she was just, uh, she was just standing there in the dark. And, and Luke, or, uh, Steve is just like, oh, I'm, oh, like you and Luke came in here like he didn't mention you were you were here like yeah damn what the what the heck like why were you why were you there they're just standing there in the dark and, and nelly's just sort of like looking for the words to say and she's sort of like yeah. uh, 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 oh, her God, eyes are getting dude. like getting wide and and you're like man something's not right here like, yeah. like something's going on and, and then and then he gets a call from the dad mm-hmm. like nelly's nelly's not okay she's up at hill house uh-huh you heard what did he say and, uh, that he had to do? Did he say that Stephen had to do anything, or was he no, just he's, to tell him? No, he's he's like Nelly. Nelly went to. She was there. She went to went to Hill House, and he's like, "What are you talking about? She's Wait, right here in my apartment. in my apartment." And then and then he turns his he turns his back to oh, her, and he turns back, and there she is, right in dude, front of her. And then when I tell when I tell you twelve, I I wrote this down. I said that was creepy as. It's 12, 12 at night. I've had enough. 
I want to sleep. And then, dude, after this scene, to put me to sleep, I went on YouTube and I put on a meme compilation. <laughs> because I didn't know if I was gonna be able to sleep. Yeah, like, yeah. He, she's right up, right up in front of him, like a ghost would be. And then her face goes all pale. The color in her eyes drops out, and her mouth just drops. Basically, breaks at the jaw. Oh, and she God. lets out this real spooky Screech. scream. And uh, she lets out this spooky scream. And uh, who? And then Steve falls to the ground. And then uh, yeah. uh, the phone hits the ground, too. Uh, she's no longer there. Steve's like, what the hell just happened? And you hear from the phone, like, Nellie's dead. She died. She uh, She's dead. Steve? Just Steve? After that little hallucination of Nellie in Steve's apartment. Steve? Just cuts Steve? to the phone. Steve? Nellie's dead. Steve? And then Panda Black. And that's it. That was our episode. Dick Wolf. Pretty <laughs> executive producer Dick Wolf. Uh yeah, uh that was the that was the truest uh scare of the episode. And uh Dude, the, that I was I kept like a jump counter because I was thinking I was gonna get a lot more uh cheap jump scares, but that I'm, was the that was the true time that I, I really jumped. I was like, oh man, that was a that was a really good scare to end uh yeah. the episode. What uh Oh man. What'd you like? What'd well, you like about it? Dude, that part where just put together it was put together so well the part where Hugh went into Steve's room in a panic Mm -hmm. told him to shut up lock the door as quietly as possible and the ghost was tweaking the doorknob dude the way that that was put together was perfect in Mm -hmm. my opinion that like that was so cool impeccable I've never like I've never even seen anything like that before yeah Like, like it was a really clean. It was a really clean jump cut. Like I was super scared, clean. but I was like intrigued to watch too. Oh yeah, no. And like, dude, my mind was blown. I was not expecting to see a woman in a white gown just busting ass down no, the you hallway. Didn't, you didn't think when her da- when his dad told him not to look that he was going to see something when like, he opened his eyes? Oh, like I'm literally getting chills right now. Like <laughs> I, I, my hair just stood up. Like it's not a ghost that's floating. Like yeah. it was. Full on running back, sprinting down the yeah. hallway. Like that's like that's sort of. I feel like that's the the more uh, present description of of ghost. like ghosts in in modern culture that they're not these like Casper type of entities with like a swirly tail. They're like yeah. full grown, uh, you know, full regular humans that are just like sort of shambling or like. Sp- Spookily walking, I'm like trying to mirror what how yeah. she ran, but this is an audio medium, so you can't see what I'm doing. What what's the movie where the 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 the, 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 the girl like with the black hair? It's old movie. Girl with the black hair comes out of the TV. Uh, the Poltergeist, it, I believe. No, is it? Yeah, where she's. I've seen, seen that movie. What? That's the one where the girl gets stuck in the TV. Uh, I don't. I don't ever really. I don't know. Maybe you people know what I'm talking about. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter at Pilots Got Pod to tell us that we're uh, uh, uncultured swines. But it just reminded me of like, um, like an old fashioned like that old. Yeah, it was just I, I just I really like. Maybe this. they were paying homage to like the '90s, '80s, '90s like uh, horror movies, uh, the way they did it because because that part in the timeline was taking place. Yeah, um, I guess at at the uh, at Maybe. that time, I what'd you think? I 
I liked the amount of, of character depth. Granted, this was a this was an hour long program, and that's why the sort of the plot summary took a, a little bit longer than our previous episodes. But uh, there was a lot to chew on, and we learned a lot about the family in a very short period of time. Uh, considering that it's there's five children and uh, a mom and a dad and Stevie, and a, and a do- yeah, there's there's Stevie, Luke, Nellie. Shirley, Shirley Theodora, Theodora, yeah, yeah, like the, and we didn't even get that much of Theodora, yeah. uh, just like we got she's uh, a lesbian, a, we got she is she's a lesbian, a germaphobe, likes uh, taking girls back from the bar. That's all we got. Girls back from the bar. That's really all we got. And she lives with Shirley. Um, yeah, it, it's it like gives you a really strong amount of characterization, and I like that. Like, there's already like an endearing sense of like what this family may have to overcome because they're going to have to go discover the body of their youngest sister or their daughter at this hill house they're they're you know i imagine well i'll talk i'll talk theories yeah, later yeah. but let, let's get into save it john let's get, <laughs> what the hell what the heck man uh let's get into the things we didn't like i you really were into the ghost i thought she was kind of lame seriously yeah i, I don't which like, part i thought i thought the running part I thought, like, I, yeah, the, the, when they do the Running Man challenge. The one part. Yeah, yeah, Sean's. When, when she turns the corner, she's going. Yeah. <laughs> Sean is, is mirroring how, how she's running, how they're, like, booking full no. arm length extensions, uh, big high kicks. The, yeah, the, that turning the corner, I can see I can see where you're calling. No, I'm sort of tired about, like, the cliche, the current cliche about, like, oh, when we have ghosts now, they have to be, like, big screaming person yeah. like oh big mouth agape like i like if i want to see that I, I can just watch harry potter and the sorcerer's stone when he opens up that that book in the in the scary library like no spoilers yeah i'm sorry i just spoiled the plot of the first harry potter <laughs> uh, yeah the big the biggest plot point when he sees a scary face in the book uh yeah it's just like it's just like um uh, I'm, I'm not about that and like this is a time where it was cool and scary when little kids draw pictures of ghosts, but like that is a cliche. That's a video game cliche. That's a yeah. movie cliche. That's a TV show cliche. It's just like oh, the kid who has a rampant imagination. I I, I agree with you how it is cliche. Ugh, but I, I, I think that they bugs me. They could have came up with their own idea, but I think since they didn't, they still executed it good. Like it's yeah, it was still I guess. cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's fine that it's like this one kid. And, and what's interesting about Luke is that he is the only kid in the family that wears glasses. So he sees differently than his other siblings. So that's sort of like, uh, sort of a reference to he's seeing these, seeing this woman and nobody else is, is privy to, to seeing seeing her he didn't have glasses when he broke into steve's house yeah i, I assume he got contacts when he grew up hopefully little little well, he little guys like that how can he afford them oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what I'm i mean there, he, he he lives at a rehab center i'm sure they can get him <laughs> get him some contacts hopefully. but yeah that that was that was just sort of the thing that uh that nagged me about the show but all around it was a it was a pretty strong pilot episode it was you know really engaging you were on the edge of your seat which is what you want in a horror yeah. tv show uh so i i can't you know the, the the good definitely outweighed the bad so uh do you have anything else to talk about for our 
um, synopsis of the of the show? Um, Any other? No, that basically does it. I pretty much i I liked it. Yeah, it was a it was a good show, and that was uh, that was what we were able to to glean from our our summary of uh, the haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Yep. So now's the part of the podcast where we predict what we think is going to happen in the rest of the series. Right now, they have uh, they have one season, one season, and, and on Netflix, I like how they put this. Hold on, uh-huh. I'll tell you. It says on Netflix. Uh, oh yeah. When you go to look for mm-hmm. the second season, yeah, it, it's funny. It says um, it says the haunting continues in 2020. <laughs> yeah, when 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 our vision goes 2020, that's when we're going to get mega spooked again. But uh yeah, let, let's let's talk about what we think's going to happen. So um I think the the obvious place to start is that they're going to open that red door and they're going to find that pony, right? Do you think? You think there's going to be that that horse? You think they're going to start off with that? No, they're not going to start off with that. I can tell you easily what they're going to start off okay, with. Okay, sure. What, what's what's the next episode? They're going to go try and look for Nelly. They're going to f- look for Nelly. But 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 Steve is going to be tweaking balls because of that whole Nelly encounter when his it, yeah it's gonna yeah. it's gonna start with Steve waking up and his dad's still going to be on the phone he's going to pick up his phone and he's going to be like what Nelly was just here I feel like maybe more of a cut to like a funeral I I have to imagine that the the dad found her what do you mean if it a funeral would be the opportunity to bring everybody together they need to all get in one place at one time. So mm. I think the most logical step would be they found the body in Hill House. No. And and he probably thinks the Dudleys killed her. I I disagree. No, you, think, I, you think it's going to jump right back in where we where I, we were at? I don't know how he knows that Nelly is dead, but I don't think that there's going to be a funeral. Man, I just... I don't You're think, just telling me he knows that his daughter died. He... Somehow. Without finding her? I don't know. But it's not gonna, they're not gonna gather at a funeral. They might gather, like, at someone's house, cause they, like, need to discuss what happened. But he's not gonna go into Hill House. If, oh, no, no, no. Uh, eventually, they're gonna go all Scooby-Doo on us. <laughs> and go, let's split up. And then they're all gonna <laughs> die one by one. But, zoinks. Zoinks. <laughs> Ruh-ro! Ruh-ro's on the right! Oh, man, Scoob! We gotta find the ghost! Oh, wee! Uh, so, yeah, so, so you you think that they're just uh, not going back in for a little while. Look, did you watch, did you watch, you watch American Horror Story? I did. Did you watch Roanoke? No. Well, Roanoke, uh, for, I won't go into too much detail, but it's... What we see in the beginning of this year, the a beginning of that season is like this full on experience about this couple that's like ransacked out of their home, and then it jumps midway into the season to realizing that this was like a thematic, a thematic portrayal of what was happening, and then the real people who lived in the lives of the the real couple that lived in the house goes back, and the actors go back with them and then they're all just sort of shacking up in this Roanoke house and as if to like for this um for this reality TV show to see like oh was the scary real and uh yeah they all get picked off and and murdered and the house burns down but i have to imagine that this family's going back to hill house i mean the show's called the haunting of hill house if the house is like the set piece 
they got it. They got to go back to it. And I think why you know why not as soon as possible? All right, I'm gonna rewind back to the American Horror Story thing. Uh-huh. I lost you at thematic. <laughs> but anyway, that's fair. It was a it was a, a sort of a messy <laughs> messy plotline. Really good series though. I, I I you know I well really good season I should say. I encourage you to watch uh, American Horror Story Roanoke. I think it's the fifth or sixth season. I don't know. I lose track of them. The show's kind of bad now. But anyway, they're, they're definitely gonna go back. To, uh-huh. and they're gonna have to. It's not called Haunting of Hill. They have to find the pony. They have to find the pony in the red room. There's there's gonna be gonna be what was I just gonna say? I don't know. Is are they gonna see a ghost? Is that what you're gonna say? They're gonna go in there and see a ghost. Oh, there's gonna be a lot more flashbacks. Oh yeah, I mean because they're gonna have to show not even flashbacks to like. All the way back in the past when it first started, mm-hmm. they might go back just like a little bit more to show like maybe where the house has been since they abandoned it. Yeah. They might show like what's been that's going fair. on with its like we got to learn more about the Dudleys. So yeah, that yeah, seems yeah. like a logical place to go. We'll learn about the Dudleys. There'll be maybe there'll be an investigation. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think I think the Dudleys are probably going to get framed for the murder of this girl, and then there might be a, a real life maybe guy investigation. Maybe the Dudleys will get arrested for the murder of the mom. Oh, I mean, what? Like and twenty years a, later, and that's why the guy was running. I don't know. I don't know. It, we have to obviously learn about the this these Dudley characters. They they introduce them that the. Mrs. Dudley is a really interesting kind of scary character that, um, like a very uh, dark character. She might, she might have something to do about it. Maybe she was the ghost the whole time. Who knows? Maybe there was no ghost. Maybe they were driven out of the house. They're gonna... I don't know. But uh, like I'm saying, the most important thing to me is what the heck's in that red room. And like I'm saying, there's probably a pony in that red room. They gotta <laughs> feed it. Otherwise, it's gonna kill them. But maybe... Maybe they pull a full-on Scooby-Doo, uh-huh. set some traps, oh. capture the the spookster, nice. and then, like home alone and then they <laughs> rip a mask off, and boom, Miss Dudley. It was Mrs. Dudley the whole time. Oh, oh I'm God. into that. I'm into that. That's I would I would love that. Yeah, let's you know I I can't do anything better than that. The Spook, <laughs> the spook Squad, Shaggy, Scoob, uh, Velma, Daphne, and uh, Luke. No, his name's not Luke Shaggy. No, what's that? Fred. 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 Uh, Fred's. They're gonna pop in in the uh, in the mystery mobile, <laughs> and they're gonna solve that case. They're gonna whip out that old old station wagon with uh, the oh, with the they just panels. come in the, in the oh, they re, like real life come in the station wagon. I'm about that. Yes, Zoinks, Scoob, Zoinks. So our next segment is when we're gonna do. Are rating on a scale of crash landing. This show blows horsey <laughs> and ready for takeoff. This puppy is ready to fly and go to Canada. So, John, what are you thinking? Uh, here we are again at the uh, <laughs> at the, the rating, and it's uh, it's another clear for takeoff for me. I, I know this this show was mega successful. It's a it's a good it's a good horror show it's gripping which is what you want it's not too overly corny or cheesy which is good it's you know it's gonna succeed they're, they're wait, gonna... Uh, but wait 
Alright, say you're not thinking about, like, what uh, what reviewers have been saying, and, like, awards, if it even has any awards, but, like, like, just, if you were, like, the first person to watch this, watch the first episode, would you say that it's ready for takeoff, or were you like, no, this isn't gonna work out? Oh, yeah, it's clear. It's good to go. You it's ready, so? ready to go, yeah. Yeah. I, the, the value, the uh, production value was so high that the actors gave convincing, they, convincing roles. Very, you know, I, I feel the same way about this as I did about Handmaid's Tale. I, I thought this was a really strong first entry for the show and, and showed a lot about the characters and, you know, made us feel involved in the plot. I, and there's places that they want to go. And I, I think they're, they're going to share the story with us as long as it takes. Granted, I don't, I don't think it'll take super long for them to wrap it up. I, I would guess this is probably maybe another Halloween season, maybe two. And then they're, they're going to be done. I, I like, I feel like with, with like th- this, this is a plot that could be grind gr- ground down to a um, horror movie if they wanted it to. They could tell this story in two hours, but they want to show it in a in a TV matter. So I I, I think they're they're doing a fine job, and I think that it's certainly clear for takeoff. Your thoughts? I feel like they probably put a good amount of money into this production, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like just the way that it was filmed and all the like. Editing and I'm—I don't know. I just something gave me this feeling that they put a lot of schmoney into this, a lot of that that uh, skrilla. <laughs> uh, so, so what do you think? Clear to oh, go? I yeah, dude. I loved it. This was. I'm definitely gonna finish this. Yeah, show. you're gonna, you're gonna I, dude. Are you? Do you think you're gonna? No, I, I, I like. We're we're approaching the we're approaching the spring and the summer. I'm not really in like a spooky mood. So Dude, I, don't I know can, if I'm going to get down with it. If I'm just like this is something I could just watch like on my own. You think you think you're yeah. not you're you not, need not, to no, put no, your no. hand in front of no, your no, face no. and I'll, I'll definitely put my hand in front of my face, but it's still dude, I I thought it was really good like the way that they put out some shots mm-hmm. and how was there a I there was like one soundtrack that caught my attention. It was towards the beginning, and I, it really caught my attention. I thought I thought it was a really good soundtrack, but I, I mean the theme song was pretty good. Yeah, the, the intro really that that was cool in my opinion. Lots, that of, whole lots maze of strings. Thing. Yeah, like I know we we talked about it earlier, but there you know there's this maze and and there's a lot of these uh, porcelain statues which are sort of reminiscent of what we see in the ghost. Yeah, and uh, Nelly at the end of the episode. Uh, like cracking sculptures yeah. and like the they have like yelling faces. I guess uh, this is they're gonna yell a lot, but I think this show is definitely clear for takeoff. Yeah, and you will, will be I watching it, it yeah, tonight. I'll be, I'll be watching this soon, definitely. Good, and it's it's not even. I, I like how it's like. Do we even know how many episodes there are? I want to say there's like. Ten? There's got yeah, yeah. There's again. There's, there's only one season. season out. There is which is nice because if I really want to watch it, I can. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got until twenty twenty. There's ten episodes. Ten episodes, and you got plenty of time. Yeah. So even if you don't have enough time right now, and you're you know you're gonna need something to watch, but you're in the middle of a show right now, mm-hmm. it the second season comes out in twenty twenty. So you got plenty of time. That right there shows you that like they're putting the time into this. Oh, that, definitely. To make it what they want, they're they're taking two years to put. 
together the next season of the show. That's it's crazy. probably going to be really good and answer whatever questions uh, they end up like. Wh- the, what's going on with that pony in the red room? Just, just saying. The actors definitely fit the role. Yeah. I, I didn't think there was any bad acting. No, no. I, for, I, I thought uh, I thought Nellie was played by uh, Hillary Duff for a second, but uh, no, she wasn't. <laughs> and I thought Luke was played by Jake Gyllenhaal. What? No, sorry, I had to go check yeah, that I, out. I, I was didn't... I was like really excited. I was like, oh my god, no, no way, no. Just, None uh, of just the actors, just other. Yeah, there were n- no notable. No, yeah, they were just... actors, that, but they may be notable after the show because, like yeah. Sean said, really convincing performance. This could be the next Handmaid's too. This could be the next uh, yeah, Scooby Doo. Hey, next Scooby Doo, live action Scooby Doo coming soon. Coming Scoob, coming Scoob. <laughs> Boy, it is me again. I'm back. <laughs> oh, no. it, it's Dracula. How? What did you think? That was pretty scary. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time listening to this audio. How'd podcast. you get back in here, Drac? Oh man, it looks like he uh, he flew in. He flew in through the window. Oh my uh, God, Drac, get out of here! Always but, but I want to talk. Uh, just, God, just get. Come Drac, on, just, like, come uh, on, buddy. Like, I'll talk. I'll, I'll catch it with you later. Go get a cup of blood or something. Go get a go get a cup of blood. Okay, I'll have a bloody mary. See you later. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was our uh, that was our watching of the haunting of Hill House on, on Netflix. Yeah, you know, Dracula. Dracula's just like awkwardly standing in the corner. What a dirty bastard! What a what a look, what look a, at it! Look at him! He's got blood dripping from his chin. Look, I'm sorry. Clean yourself up, Drac. Ugh, clean him. He's got to clean himself up. <laughs> All right. So it, it was a we had a great time here on our on our uh, third installment of the the pilot's guide. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to say our thank yous. Um, we'd like to thank Andrew and Angelo, our, our producers. Uh, we'd like to thank my sister Emily for our uh, artwork. Logo, our artwork. Sean, do you have any uh, any thank yous? I'm assuming you might want to thank your girlfriend. Oh, uh, thank you, Elizabeth Duffy, for the show recommendation. Yeah, no, it's good. That I we, should have uh, listened to you six months ago when it came out. <laughs> yeah, maybe he should have listened to her. But yeah, we, we had a we had a great time here. Um, always good to to discover a new uh, genre for our early installments of the pod peep the twitter bio for me and john's ats yeah you can, you can find our ats uh the email show, email the show's uh, pilots guide pod at gmail.com and the handle for the the podcast which please get out there and uh start giving us a follow or, or retweet our tweets that's uh at pilots guide pod there's a, another pilots guide handle out there that ain't us you're gonna see. You're Is gonna see really that, now. Yeah, no, it's been it's been there. Uh, uh, that's why I had to make it Pilot's Guide Pod. Uh, but yeah, just just go uh, head over there to the Twitter. Uh, give us uh, give us a follow. Uh, at this point, what do you got? What do you got to say? Now on Spotify, yeah. baby. Yeah, we're on Spotify. We're we're moving up in the world. Uh, we will still be. Um, I I will put. No, we're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. Uh, that is a podcast app that you can download for free on, I believe, the Android Store and iTunes. If it's not on iTunes, look, we're we're getting. You might be listening to this on iTunes right now, so I I hope that's the case. Um, we're looking, uh, we're doing all we can to get on every uh, podcast app and make ourselves universal. That's just you know a little bit of uh, red tape that we cut and cut down, but yeah, eventually you'll be able to uh, find our find us anywhere and like like we said just 
the best thing you can do right now is is follow us on Twitter. Uh, we strongly encourage that, and just help us with uh, with some RTS to get the uh, get the word out there. Because in the early goings, it's all word of mouth. Until Spon- <laughs> sponsors coming soon. <laughs> sponsors coming soon. Uh, hopefully, maybe Spotify if they if they want to give us that uh, that grill. Um, or, you know, we have episodes on SoundCloud. You can find us at Pilot's Guide there that you can find, listen to the first two episodes of our pod. Um, this one, you might be listening to this one on SoundCloud. I haven't decided yet. Um, but yeah, like we're, we're really exciting. Uh, we're really excited about this brand that we're in early development. Uh, and we just really can't thank you enough for giving us, uh, some, uh, opening listens. Do you have anything else do you want to say before we, before we head out of here? I'm looking forward to growing. Looking forward to growing. Growing the growing. I'm looking the, forward uh, to getting taller too. N- n- yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I like getting new followers. Yeah, it's yep. satisfying. It is satisfying. Makes me drool. May- <laughs> I drool for new followers. I'm like Drac new- for blood. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's like Drac for blood, standing there in the corner. <laughs> let's uh, before we before we get out of here, let's talk a little bit about the next show that we're going to oh be boy, watching. Oh boy, I didn't even... I forgot about this, baby. We're, we're going to be breaking the mold a little bit and actually going to YouTube Ooh. for our next show. We'll dun, be watching dun, dun. the first episode of the YouTube original show, Weird City, which from its description kind of sounds like a worse version of Black Mirror, if you've ever watched Black Mirror. Really? Uh... So it's it, it sounds like it's um, bottle episodes, which if you don't know, if you're not familiar with what a bottle episode is, it's uh, unrelated to uh, – it doesn't have like an overarching story with the other episodes. So this is just going to be a single installment story. So it would be kind of like watching a short film. Um, we won't really have too much to talk about that, that we really genuinely might find out about uh, the rest of the series – but we'll we'll just explain uh you know how we're how we're feeling it in the same same matter it, it's it's called the one uh that's that's the name of this weird city episode and it's free on youtube uh you know they have this youtube premium now but fortunately they put the uh pilot episodes of their their original shows out there for free so uh it's it's easy access you you don't need to pay anything to to uh watch this bad boy want me to read the little description of go it go for it in the not-too-distant future of Weird City, Stu, played by Dylan O'Brien, the girls are going to go crazy for that, for that. <laughs> and Bert Ed O'Neill, Ed O'Neill, sorry, I don't know who you are, discover dating is not what it used to be and love can be found in the most unexpected places. Sounds like it's going to be a complex love story. But the the little picture mm-hmm. at the top, or like uh, the thumbnail, yep. it's like a guy screaming but it looks like a, I don't know why, but I'm getting like a horror vibe. Yeah. But that little description isn't giving me a horror vibe, so like, I don't know. Like I said, if it's anything like Black Mirror, it's probably going to be sick and twisted and dark. But I'm sort of hoping it's not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Do you when know we, anything about it? I know nothing about it, All that it, only that it's uh, YouTube original. And YouTube made it. It's their own IP. And that's the, uh, that's the skinny of it. And I, actually, episode two is free, too. Yeah, well, we're not going to watch that. That's not. Uh, that defeats, I know, I know. I that know. defeats the purpose of our show. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought, I thought like only the first episode of YouTube Originals were free, but apparently this one, episode two, is free. No, know. and who's in episode two right there? The uh, it's the uh, oh the good, the good yeah. Boy. Where's he from? 
What is his name? Of course, we can. come on. We gotta know his name. I don't know. He's from he's something. He's freaking, freaking George Michael. Uh, he's like the biggest. Michael Sarah. Oh. I don't it's, know. It's Michael, you don't know who Michael Sarah is? No. Oh my god. I can't remember any actors' names. <sighs> Sean's out of touch. Dude, I but... finally learned who Sandra Bullock was after Bird Box. Yeah, when, when we referenced that Bird Box challenge earlier in the episode. <laughs> yeah. We again, we had a great time. Can't thank you enough. And uh, Sean, do you, have, do you have anything before we sign off? Trust the process. Trust the process. Go TTP. Phillies. Go Phillies. Go go Sixers. Go Birds. Sixers are going to do bad in the playoffs. Okay, this isn't a sports podcast. All topic. right, all right, we're out of here. Uh, again, <laughs> we'd like to uh, thank you for flying with us again this week, and uh, we are coming in for a landing. You may uh, feel free to walk about the cabin. Oh, thank you, Drac. You did it. You said the right thing. Yeah, thank you. I just wanted to uh, to get get involved. Okay, now uh, yeah, back to get, get back to here. back to back to the corner. Back to the corner. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.